Finishing off a creative project requires a certain amount of willpower. There is the initial rush of inspiration and motivation when you conceive of an idea and when you start to imagine what could possibly be done with that idea, how far you can take it. But that initial rush of inspiration lasts for, at best, a couple of hours. It lasts for a much shorter time than what is needed to actually finish off a project. I might have mentioned this on the podcast before, but I think uh, Yahtzee Croshaw of Zero Punctuation fame kind of summed up this weird wave of motivation, uh, the best in a series, Development Diary, where he uh, was designing a video game uh, every month. He was kind of talking about the creative process within, you know, these design videos. And he said that you will never be as excited about a project as you are when you start. You kind of start off in this highly motivated phase and then you kind of go down because it goes from being this creative, beautiful baby to being actual work. And then maybe at the end, if you're lucky, there'll be another burst of inspiration as you're nearing the finish line and you're excited to finish off the project. But it will never be as strong as that initial burst of... of just excitement that you're working on this thing. Um, creative work is work to a degree, and, and even though it might be very fulfilling to the soul to make stuff, there still is a lot of willpower required to finish off creative projects. And willpower is in short supply these days. It's difficult for people to focus down and just kind of stick to a single task, especially if that task is mentally strenuous and isn't exactly a bucket of fun. Because I think over the past decade or so, and it's definitely gotten worse uh, over the past year or two, uh, because we've been locked up inside of our homes and most facets of human social life have been kind of pushed towards the internet, but it's difficult to focus and you know, kind of kick yourself to do something if there's so many distractions around you. And I think the inability to focus and commit willpower is so strongly tied to just the online space. Because if you look at social media companies, streaming companies, video game companies, whatever it may be, um, we live in a time when your attention is one of the biggest commodities in terms of entertainment and i would say in terms of anything so these websites profit massively for any sort of change that they make to keep you there for as long as possible to make you think about your twitter account when you're not on twitter and to kind of grab your attention and trick you into thinking that your social media or the entertainment diet that you're consuming, they trick you into thinking that that is something that is important, which uh, I don't think I'm making a super radical argument when I say your presence on Twitter doesn't really matter. Um, But it is difficult to kind of find motivation to push yourself for multiple hours to work on something uh, in order to achieve a finished goal, which feels really good, but that path towards that goal 
is significantly less pleasurable than, you know, sitting back and binge-watching something on Netflix for four hours. And this is still something that I'm in the process of, of figuring out, and I think that's gotta be the rest of my life, because uh, these websites just keep on getting better at capturing people's attention. Um, but what has really helped me in terms of getting myself to write is working out specific kind of reward circles of if I get XYZ done, then I can indulge in, you know, social media usage or binging or playing this one specific video game, essentially blocking off these things for myself and only allowing myself to indulge in that dopamine rush that has been designed uh, on, on all these websites uh, has made it significantly easier for me to get my writing done and to kind of focus in on my writing. So on today's episode, I would just kind of like to uh, go through a bit of a stroll through memory lane to figure out what sorts of bits of media or what sort of motivators have actually helped me finish off my work over the past two years. Hi, my name is Mike Jesus Langer and I am a short story writer on the internet. And this is Broadcast from Prague 13, a podcast about writing and occasionally other stuff. So this whole reward circle thing will not sound like a magical discovery because it's not, I would say it's a fairly obvious thing, um, but it's been really helpful for me to, to be able to, you know, give it a name and, and kind of admit to myself that I do have trouble staying focused and that I will find myself avoiding work in lieu of watching a Netflix show or playing a video game or if I'm really avoiding writing, reading a book. So there is one mammoth bit of media that has motivated me for a long time and I'll speak about that at uh, the end of the podcast because it does have a very special place in my heart. But on a recent note, specifically today, uh, the thing that is motivating me to sit down and record this podcast and finish off the first draft that I have sitting on my desktop and uh, to do a bunch of like, you know, real life uh, chores, like I need to put in an application for a tour guiding license, I need to clean my room, I need to water the plants, I need to do shopping, stuff like that. I've essentially promised myself that I will not indulge in the bit of media that I want to consume until those things are done. And uh, that bit of media, and consider this a recommendation, uh, is uh, the Robert Kirkman show, Invincible. I, I watched the first episode yesterday and holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, it's so good. Uh, the last 10 minutes of the first episode are absolutely killer. It's exactly what I look for in a show. Uh, Robert Kirkman is a genius and I will die mad about what happened to uh, The Walking Dead. Uh, he's the guy who originally wrote the comic book that The Walking Dead is based on and uh, yeah, I think the comic book is considerably better. Anywho, um, being able to specifically have this one thing that I'm looking forward to, because I really want to see the second episode. First episode, amazing ending. Second episode uh, will hopefully be as good as the first one. Um, and I really, I really want to like pause this podcast and go consume it. 
but I know that I can't. I know that if I allow myself to watch the second episode without any sort of reward, the chances of me watching the third episode uh, without doing anything are even higher. And I don't know, it, it's, it feels... The term I want to use is emasculating, but this isn't about ma my masculinity. This is about like self-control and being an adult. So it kind of feels like I'm infantilizing stuff for myself where I'm like, mm, you can't have candy until you eat your vegetables. But I think living in, in this modern attention economy, there's no shame in taking a step back and being like, look, I, I live in a world where there's so many pieces of media that are trying to catch my attention. There's so many large corporations that are trying to catch my attention and utilize my presence on their platform as a means of generating revenue. And they have designed these platforms to, you know, suck people in based on human psychology. And I think taking that step back and being like, okay, I am in a media landscape that is pitted against me in terms of productivity. And I think connected to productivity is like general life enjoyment. I could, I mean, I have to, I have to like eat. <laughs> I have to uh, be able to, you know, generate revenue as a human being so I can pay my health insurance and stuff. But if money was not an issue, there's enough like cool stuff out there to keep you occupied for a very, very long time. However, an existence of just sitting in front of the television and consuming is not a pleasurable one. Um, yeah, depending on what you're watching, I guess. If you're watching Invincible, uh, then the first episode is really good, and hopefully the second episode is really good as well. <laughs> but it is difficult to stay focused and stay motivated in the modern world, which I don't think is reflective of there being some sort of giant character flaw with our entire generation. It's more reflective of the people who design these websites to be as addictive as possible doing a good job. And it's not just you know, social media being addictive, although I do think that in like 50 years we'll be looking at modern social media usage the same way that we looked at like cigarette smoking in the 1950s, where we're like, ah, this doctor is telling us about camel cigarettes and how good they are for your throat. Ain't that silly. Um, where I do think that it is harmful for the mind. But it's not just a social media thing, it's also you have so so much amazing art, like the show Invincible on Amazon, go check it out. Um, you have so much amazing art floating around, uh, where it's so easy just to go from a productive mindset to a consuming mindset, because it's much easier to consume, and in the moment it's considerably more enjoyable to consume than to work hard at something and make something. And with the internet being the internet with readily available arguments and pornography and games and movies and whatever you could possibly think of to give you whatever rush you're looking for right away, I think it's made us much more sensitive to the temptation of a immediate good time and has made us much more suspicious of working on something over an extended period of time to achieve a specific goal. But I think if you if you look at the benefits of, of the modern world, 
and you use them as motivators to get yourself to actually do stuff that's that's a you know that that's a good way of making the best of a of a complicated and crowded situation so whenever i am being productive in my writing or my sound editing or any other movements of my creative soul there usually is something waiting for me on the finish line of the project uh which kind of incentivizes me to keep on working because I don't allow myself to consume that thing until I am finished. And um, I got myself a PlayStation in November. I've never, I mean, I, I was I was quite a bit of a gamer when I, when I was younger, uh, but as adult, life has made its way <laughs> into, into my bones. Uh, it has been uh, increasingly difficult to justify, you know, spending multiple hours a day playing a game um, but during the quarantine season, my PlayStation was a great means for me to kind of escape <laughs> uh, all of the all of the bar charts and all that sort of stuff. I'm still really happy with the purchase, where uh, I'm pretty sure gaming ha is what has kept me sane for like a good chunk of of quarantine. But the biggest motivator. And this was kind of like the my motivation behind even getting a PlayStation 4 was the 2018 video game Red Dead Redemption 2. And if you don't know Red Dead and if you're not a gamer, uh, welcome to the grand majority of my friends who I have burdened talking about Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead has, has a very special place in my heart. Uh, I absolutely love the games that Rockstar, the studio that makes Red Dead, uh, I love the games that they produce. I, I think they're always really interesting to, to interact with. And it's essentially a cowboy video game. And I distinctly recall when it came out in 2018, this was around the time when it was just getting difficult to justify, uh, you know, getting a PlayStation or, or even spending big swaths of my time on gaming. And... I remember looking at all of the promotional material because it was like a big, big game, big launch. Uh, so you had advertisements all over the street. Even here in Prague, Czech Republic, we had like these cowboy game advertisements. I remember like walking around these ads and being like, ah, I really want to play this game, but like I need to do something to deserve it. And then the reviews started coming out. And everybody was talking about how amazing it is. Uh, it was like mentioned on on like uh, it was mentioned for a couple of episodes on like a season of South Park, like that was a whole plot point of oh my god the game is so good the cops are just constantly playing this game and they're not defending the city and um, Red Dead Redemption 2 was a sort of cultural zeitgeist uh, in in terms of video games where a lot of people were talking about it and I really wanted to play it. But I couldn't, I couldn't excuse myself, you know, to, to, to get a PlayStation. Uh, so it was always just kind of in the back of my head. And then the pandemic hits. So I get myself a PlayStation. But I didn't have the Red Dead Redemption 2 game. And I wasn't, you know, going to spend even more money on buying it. Luckily for me, though, my cousin had the game. So I buy the PlayStation. And I'm like, okay, well, I've just spent an uncomfortable amount of money on a, uh, essentially, a toy. So let me force myself to write X amount of stories. I believe the 
the the karmic balance that I that I set up with myself was 50 stories. Like I do not get to go and like borrow my cousin's copy of Red Dead Redemption 2 until I write 50 stories. And knowing that that game is waiting for me somewhere in the future was a great motivator on like you know the days when the motivation was really really low I just remind myself like hey there's there's this game apparently that's really really good that's waiting for you as long as you like write five more stories so let's figure out a reasonable way for you to kind of set up deadlines for yourself because you really want to play this game so let's get your shit together so you can go play this game um, and I hit those 50 stories I borrow that game I installed the game on my PlayStation and then I didn't I didn't play it because it didn't it didn't feel right it's I waited for the game for so long that 50 stories just didn't seem to cut it um, and during quarantine it was a lot of writing was a fair amount of gaming and was also a lot of running and I was an obsessive jogger even before the pandemic. In fact, March 2020 uh, kind of took me out of shape because nobody really knew how, how safe it was to, you know, go running outside and all that sort of stuff. Um, so I promised myself, you know, looking looking at uh, the, the installed version of, of Red Dead on my, on my PlayStation, I said, okay, well, I am getting closer and closer to having a thousand kilometers jogged uh, for the whole year. I was doing about 100 kilometers a month, uh, except for like March and April when I did significantly less. Um, and I promised myself like, okay, 50 stories doesn't feel good. Uh, I'm, I'm proud of it, but clearly, you know, not proud enough to give myself this thing that I've been waiting for for years. So how about we stretch that out to whatever. I've hit my story quota. But I also really enjoy this running thing. So, so let's say a thousand kilometers and I'll play Red Dead Redemption. And then on top of that, uh, my whole YouTube channel started doing things. It, it started to look a bit more like a sustainable thing that I could grow over a long period of time. So I was like, okay, well, a thousand kilometers ran and a thousand subscribers on my YouTube channel. That should... That should be enough for me to feel secure within, you know, rewarding myself with Red Dead Redemption. And if I remember correctly, I hit a thousand kilometers ran, but that, that didn't, it still didn't feel properly good. But as soon as like I, I hit the thousand subscribers, I was like, yeah, okay, fine. Like I, I get to play Red Dead Redemption 2 now. And I was kind of scared that it would be disappointing. Because, you know, it was it was a lot of hard work to, to, to get those 50 stories out, to, to run those thousand kilometers, to organize the subscribers and all that sort of stuff. But um, it was worth every single minute. Oh my god, Red Dead Redemption 2 is such a good game. And I played through the majority of it. But then, somewhere at like the 70% mark of the story, I was like... Yeah, this this doesn't feel like a reward anymore. Like I'm I'm still having an absolute blast, but I don't feel like I am properly deserving of of this reward. 
so I so I never finished it. <laughs> I never finished it. I I specifically came up with like a creepypasta story that uh, you know kind of plays off Red Dead Redemption, which um, I think would be fun to write, but also I mean just the way that the YouTube algorithm works. Like I'm like oh I can probably get a fair amount of clicks on on a video game creepypasta and hopefully I can drive that to to my more serious or more passionate work. Um, so I promised myself I wouldn't finish Red Dead Redemption until I, I, I write the Red Dead Redemption creepypasta. But like that story, I wrote a first draft and I was like, eh, this is, this is not good. This is, this is not deserving of me getting that reward that I want. So that's something that I have kind of on the back burner. Uh, which is still keeping me motivated because I very much enjoy this piece of media uh, and I can get very lazy with my production and I think marrying my enjoyment of Red Dead and kind of my need for a motivator into into a single unified carrot on the end of a stick has been really really helpful and um, it's been it's been like six months I want to say, since I since I kind of got like slightly past halfway through Red Dead, and you know, as as I'm working through these projects and as I'm starting to realize, like, oh, like the thing that I'm working on right now is is a series of like twelve different stories, all based around like a Lovecraftian Soviet science facility out in Kazakhstan. As I'm starting to see the ending of that project, you know, kind of slowly, ever so slowly, uh, start to appear, I am getting excited again about about writing that story that I promised myself I would finish before I turned Red Dead Redemption 2 on again, but I'm also starting to realize that it's been six months. I have forgotten big swaths of the game by now. I don't think it would be that crazy for me to just play the whole thing from the beginning which is that much more enjoyment, and uh, I can always quit halfway through again and motivate myself with something else. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, I, I, I think my, my main message here is uh, you should watch uh, Robert Kirkman's Invincible because it's a fantastic show. Um, and you should not play Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> you should make stuff and promise yourself you'll be able to play Red Dead Redemption after you make that stuff because it's a really, really cool game. It's super engaging. Uh, it's, it's beautiful and, and so much work has clearly went into like making this Wild West world feel real. Um, and I think it's a great enjoyment on its own, but if you can combine it with a sense of achievement with, with, with a sense of oh I did this work and thus I am entitled to this entertainment kind of being able to sit back and and feel pride in yourself for deserving this treat I think that's 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 a really cool experience that uh, I would wish upon everyone I mean not necessarily reddit redemption to not not everybody not everybody's into cowboy video games um, but if you're really looking forward to something that you know you'll have super easy access to, pushing it back and, and just placing it behind goals that you know you can achieve if you just work hard. Like, 
I don't think it would be a good idea uh, to to be like, oh, I, you know, want to play Red Dead. I will not play Red Dead until I sell a show to Netflix, because that shit's out of my control, and also that's that's a crazy amount of work. I think if you break down your work into manageable chunks that you know you can actually do if you put the effort in, um, you'll be more motivated and also it'll make the treat taste so much better. Anywho, um, that's me. Uh, this, this episode is not being recorded on Monday, it's being recorded on a Thursday, so I'm a couple days late with this. Um, but I, I have no problems with that, and I hope neither do you. It's just, there's, there's a, I'm working on this, you know, extended series, and uh, as I talked about in the previous two episodes, like, it's difficult both managing the writing and the production side of it, because as I'm writing this multi-episode thing, these stories are standalone stories, but they do connect to each other, and if I change something in one story, I have to change it in another story, uh, so it's difficult to like start producing these these audio dramas before I have everything finished. And I'm about I think like four four stories away from what I presume is the ending. <laughs> and actually, uh, as I as I finish recording this, I am oh she might be listening to this podcast. Uh, I am hanging out with a girl who is. Um, training to become a life coach and uh, as a part of her practice she needs to like coach people so we've been we've been spending a good amount of time like sitting down and talking about my goals in a in a clinical setting which has been really helpful so I'm gonna go do that uh, after this podcast anywho uh, am I gonna tell you what next week episode is gonna be about? Cause I don't know. I might actually just like sit down and complain for a bit if if that's cool with you. Um, or maybe I'll come up with something else. I don't know. Anywho, that's me. Uh, I hope that whatever you're working on, you're feeling motivated. Uh, remember, Invincible is a really good show. <laughs> if you uh, wanna. Check me out on YouTube. My name is Mike Jesus Slanger, and you can find audio versions of my stories over there. Uh, you can also catch me on Twitter at Mike J Langer. Uh, like my Facebook page, Mike Jesus Slanger Presents on Facebook. And finally, make sure to come to my subreddit, r slash MJL Presents. It's where I post stuff when new stuff comes out. That was that was an odd way to to phrase all that. Anywho, uh, hope you're having a good day. Hope everybody is safe, sane, and healthy out there. And I'll see you next week. Bye bye.